0: podcasting from columbus ohio this is the falk files with your host ryan falk talking about education technology life family and anything else on my mind thanks for listening here we go with today's episode good thursday morning thanks for listening hope everybody's again having a great week this is Ryan Um, I said I wasn't going to be on the road today but I'm not really technically on the road today just got done dropping off the youngest at daycare dropping off things at school that wife forgot so on the way back to the house uh, I got a bunch of office work contract stuff prepping for a presentation tomorrow all sorts of fun background sit at your desk and uh type a thousand words on your keyboard an hour type stuff so all good actually it's part of the job i kind of enjoy i kind of enjoy that preparation for you know um customer facing stuff the contract stuff the legal stuff i could do without that some days but it's part of the deal so um Again, hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for listening. I wanted to talk, um, the next part of our business I want to talk about um, was kind of an integral part, but it's not something that is contracted. It's not something that, yeah, I talk about it through my sales process, but it's kind of one of those things I'm pretty sure customers, let let me preface, customers who understand it, see the importance of it customers who don't uh, who just see um, um, they just see the frustration with bad service they don't think about this part of it um, they're often the ones who see the, the biggest takeaway from it I think um, but again it's not something that when you go through our contract it's, it's a small section but it's not a big part of our pitch uh, we talk about, in a school where we are everything, where we are director of it services, where we are um, on-site services, support services, all that, um, we talk about having three things, whether requested or not, ready to go for our customers. The first is budget. So... Height budget, a budget that's understandable, a budget that's straightforward, a budget that works for the goals of the district, and sticking to that budget. Again, if a school is not frustrated with the cost, they may not see the benefit of it, but I think long term, I think a lot of IT directors struggle with this because they're trying to juggle 30 different things, and if I'm going to throw something to the side, it's going to be the paperwork stuff, okay? So, first one's budget. Understanding where the money is going, understanding where the budget is going and understanding what's coming in the next few years. And that kind of bleeds into um, the next two things, which I will tie together, which is inventory and a strategic plan for IT. So the inventory piece is straightforward. What do we have? What do we own? How long do we have we had it? Um who's it assigned to, when does it need replaced, when's the warranty up, have we sent it in for repairs before, down to the detail, down to specific PCs or Chromebooks that are with people. And it's a big importance and it affects the first thing I talked about, budget, be able to say, hey, look, we have an inventory of everything from our network to our servers to our storage to our PCs to our printers to our monitors, and we know when we're going to have to have an expenditure to replace X number of devices. And because we have the inventory we know the cost of those devices we know the cost of upkeep for those devices so you have everything you need to budget based upon an inventory which is huge the biggest piece i think is that strategic technical plan that last piece so this is how do we where are we going with it what are we trying to do in the classroom what are we trying to do for our staff what are we trying to do for teachers Do we need upgraded wireless to do more um, testing? Are we going one-to-one? Are we half one-to-one? Are we gonna have a take-home program with one-to-one? All those sorts of questions are developed in a a one, three, and five-year plan, which again, is fed by inventory, which feeds the budget, which feeds the plan, right? On how aggressive and how quickly we can execute the plan. Those three things are built in to our standard operating procedure when we walk into a district and take over their IT department. And those three things are, I would say 50% of the time, aren't being done well at our customer sites. There are some directors and staff right now that do you know, one of those three things really well, or do two of those things, or some of them do three of those things really well, but we know that it's hard to juggle those things along with, hey, my printer's out of ink. Hey, I broke off half my keyboard hey, I dump my coffee on my laptop, right? Um, so being able to assign those three tasks to team leads or directors, as as a school or a company or a, a church would think of them, directors of IT, letting those people drive that while having the staff at GRID, having the on-site staff to run the day-to-day with input from that team lead. That team lead needs to know what their feet in the ground are doing. It feeds those planning, their planning pieces, but... You know, I think those planning pieces are so key and so integral to what we do every day. And know, yeah, I love the fact that our, our techs and our people are really, it's ingrained in them that they need to have these three things because where we have done those three things well, I promise you, we have a happy customer. It just comes hand in hand. We've done those three things well, budget, inventory, strategic plan, and we've done them well, presented them well, communicated back and forth, concerns, questions, well worked on it together with the district um the district tends to be some of our happier and uh longer term customers so um tomorrow um as far as the companies is um as far as our, our you know, my sales process and pitch and what we do i'm going to talk about a, a f- the fourth kind of pillar of our business um, which is professional development for teachers. So I'll get to dig into that more tomorrow. Looking forward to that. And, um, pop back in here in a little bit with, um, some more personal stuff about me, what I'm working on. Talk to you soon, guys. Either I'm liking the streak, I'm not finishing these podcasts and posting until late at night, or I'm hating it. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, back in the car making a quick grocery store run as you do when you have three kids you go to the grocery store at 9.30 at night um, good day overall as we kind of wind down and finish up big trip planned tomorrow uh, big opportunity we're looking to uh, well, this is a big interview portion hopefully uh, knock out the part, park and close it up have a meeting tomorrow morning with the uh, Three of the people are going to be part of the presentation. Uh, we really haven't. This is the nervous Brian. We really haven't talked about plans, what we're going to talk about, and all that sort of thing. We're just going to, we have the six questions. I think we have good answers for them. It's just all getting in the same room and formulating what all that looks like. We'll do that tomorrow morning from Dayton. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, but what I want to talk about, On the personal side of the podcast this week first segment work second segment uh kind of personal what i've got going on what i'm thinking about um had lunch today with a former boss of mine um, someone i respect in the business um, someone i respect um, and enjoyed working for you know good leader led by example always there to help um, help me even now Uh, The only reason I stopped working for this individual is, um, how many years ago now? Three years ago? Um, Three and a half years ago? Um, The company we both worked for, I was a part of a acquisition, and we were sold off the portion I worked for. The portion that he worked for, which is basically just based upon how much business you did in certain segments. Um, the segment that he did business with um, was stayed on, and uh, the segment I got, um, I was on and working with, got sold off. So I moved to a different company, different logo, different set of ideas and, and plans, and different boss. And still respect the heck out of that boss actually too. Um, still look at him as as someone um, I respect, but just didn't work out. Um, my idea of what I wanted to do and their idea of what they wanted me to do just didn't line up. So, That's another story for another day. But, you know, this individual I had lunch with today, like I said, respect the heck out of him. And it had me thinking about, you know, past relationships and my kind of path to where I'm at today. And um, kind of took me back to lunch with my dad uh, a month and a half ago now. Um, And him and I were talking about maybe only a month ago now. But him and I were talking about you know, my career path versus his career path. He's worked for two companies in his entire career. Um, and you know I worked for two companies in the first four years, three companies in the first four and a half years, five years of my career. Um, and just the differences in generationally, you know, how that works out. But the one thing that I'm really proud of, and I think he can recognize, is that there's only been one position that I've um, had outside of my first job out of school. One position after that, where I didn't know anyone in the company and I wasn't recruited. Every other position I've had, I've been recruited to that position by someone at the company. Um, you know, someone I worked with in the past, either worked for as a as a peer um, in the same group, or worked with in the same underneath the same umbrella of a company, or worked for directly. They recruited me over, and I'm really proud of that. Just because I think, you know, it reminds me that the relationships are super important. It reminds me that if I continue to do the right thing by people, to look out for people's best interests, both internally inside my company and externally as customers, that um, like good things will happen. Um, reminded, you know, reminded me today after lunch where you sit down with a guy and and he's in the middle of a possible job change. Again, not from his own. You know, choice but because of things happening at his company you know and he's asking me what what he can do for me right? and I'm I'm in my job I'm enjoying it we're selling you know we're working hard and you know, things could always be going better but you know, here's a guy looking to, to put himself out to help me um, you know at the same time how can I be reciprocal with that how can I continue that again as someone I look up to in his position who's been successful you know how can I um, continue on the path and do the same thing um, and it's just you know I think his uh, career is is hopefully a good model for mine in that, that he's done the right thing by people. He's, you know, um, been a trustworthy advocate for, for his coworkers and his company um, and his customers and has built really long-term customer relationships that's allowed him to move up in his position. Same thing, he's, you know, the company he's working for now it says, hey, we don't want to do, you know, staffing which is what he is specializes in but they gave him six months to try to find find a runway right companies don't do that nowadays they don't give you an opportunity to find a landing spot you know the, the ability to continue to catch a paycheck and find something you can do but they did that for him because they respect the heck out of them and that's kind of where i want to be and what i continue to strive to do so um, I'm at the grocery store now. So I got to break off segment two. Maybe it'll be another segment three when I get back out. Thanks for listening. Segment three. Unplanned segment three. But still segment three. Um, driving home. Got what I need. All good to go. going to come home to a quiet house. Because I can almost guarantee that my wife is asleep. You, you, we, my wife and I I think I told us way back before I kind of created recreated what I'm doing on the podcast and did all the season one type stuff and, um, so if you go back, if you're on Anchor go back and want, listen to some of the old, old episodes uh, but my wife and I dated all the way through college we started dating the last half of uh, the senior, our senior year of high school and I can remember even I guess not so much after we graduated, maybe a little bit after we graduated, but just being up till you know, 11, 11.30, midnight, myself being able to make it that late and she'd always fall asleep <laughs> even then. And now you know, we're gonna be 35 this year and we have three kids and the whole deal. And her end of that bargain hasn't changed. She's still falling asleep like super early, but I can see my time that I can stay up late creeping from you know 12 31 o'clock and still being able to wake up at six o'clock and being you know relaxed and ready to go to now if i don't I'm not, I'm not in bed by 11 like the next day is just screwed so getting old sucks um but anyways um I, last segment didn't want to talk about the fact that i don't need more sleep now but i'm old but i guess i did talk about that um but want to talk about basketball So I want, if you're on Anchor, I know some of the other platforms is a little harder to do this, you can comment and send me an email and that sort of stuff, but if you're on Anchor, I want you to call in and tell me how your brackets are doing after day one. I am a uh, notorious multiple bracket guy. I've got four brackets this year. Two, no two. One of which is for money, the other three are for pride, respect, and fun. Um, and I, they're about—I would say they're about seventy percent the same, but you know, the thirty percent is a little wacky. Gets—you know—the champions are different. Final fours are kind of consistent, but a little bit different. Uh, so, way into it, um, that is the one thing that will probably keep me up later tonight is watching basketball. Uh, but if you're on anchor, like I said, do a call in. If you filled out a bracket let me know how it's doing call in if you didn't fill out a bracket and what i want to do is is i want to have a guest on my show next week to talk about their bracket or why they didn't fill out a bracket so it'll be our first guest my first guest ever and i want to talk about ncaa basketball i want to talk about your bracket or why you did not fill out a bracket we'll do that next week Do a call-in between now and Monday. Let's do it on Tuesday. Let's plan on doing it on Tuesday because I know I'll be in the car and I'll have some windshield time and we'll find a time to have you do a call-in and we'll talk live on the show. All right? If you're on Anchor, do that. If you're on any other platform, uh, get on Twitter and send me a message on Twitter that you want to be on the show. We'll figure out how to do it. It's at Ryan Falk, R-Y-A-N-F-A-L-K, one word, no spaces, none of that in between at Ryan Falk, send me a message. Let's talk about your bracket because I love talking about, I don't want to say I love talking about NTA basketball. I really like talking about NTA basketball, but I'm more interested in the gambling bracket piece of it, to be completely honest. Uh, So let me know how you're doing. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Final segment, segment three We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. hope everybody has a great evening. Thanks for listening to The Falk Files with Ryan Falk. If you like the show, give us a favorite on Anchor. Subscribe on iTunes. I love any reviews, comments, or questions you have, so send them on over. And uh, join us tomorrow for more podcast and fun thanks for listening